I have an exhortation to all of you who are mothers and perhaps are finding the going a little difficult. Keep going. Keep nurturing. Keep praying. Keep using those moments when you have an opportunity to witness to the beauty of the Lord Jesus and the beauty of the gospel and the rightness of Torah and pray as we all pray that sons and daughters will not despise that teaching for it is a beautiful thing. Today on the Songtime broadcast, some encouragement as well as instruction from Dr. Derek Thomas as we're looking at the book of Proverbs and the wisdom of our mothers, we also deal with the issue of heartbreak, especially in dealing with prodigals. Stay tuned for that message. But first, we're going to hear once again from Rob Reno as we talk about how churches can help form families that will help flourish the gospel in our communities. The many voices are coming together for that one message. I'm your host, Adam Miller. You're listening to Songtime Radio. All week long, we've been talking about how churches play an integral role in raising up families to do the most important work in raising up their children, training their children in the way that they should go so that even when they're old, they won't depart from it. Really, there is no one that can that can supersede the role that parents play in that instruction process. And the church's job is to instruct the parents and to build into the family structure that those key elements that help the family flourish for the sake of the kingdom of God. But what does that actually look like and how can it actually be achieved? Uh, we are joined once again by the author of Visionary Church, Dr. Rob Reno, as we talk about this subject of how to to help churches gain strength in, in building up strong families. Rob, what sort of instruction do you have for our listeners on how to, to find a church that is is going to be focused on the family and, and how to to be a part of a church, to be plugged into a church that can actually help them grow in their family unit? Well, a couple things. Number one, we're going to begin with that corporate worship service. And the main question that we need to ask about that weekly service is the preaching coming straight from the Bible. Mm -hmm. And is there an unapologetic teaching that the Bible is God's word and we are standing on it on everything? If you're not getting that, if you're getting five good ideas about life or five tips for this or five tips for that, and I'm not anti-practical preaching, don't get me wrong. But if it's not grounded in God's word, that would be an encouragement to find a church uh, that is. Now, this next one uh, is a little controversial, uh, but I I believe it's super important from God's word to look for a church that includes children in that corporate worship service all through the Old Testament. So in other words, that when you go to church, you go to church with your kids. Mm -hmm. And then you might split up for an hour in Christian education. So you get your meal together and then you split up for your vitamins. This is so important, you know, all through the Old Testament, all through the New Testament, every time it talks about corporate worship gatherings, multi-generationally, it it mentions multiple times, the kids are there, the Mm -hmm. kids are there, the kids are there in in the New Testament. And then for the first 1900 years of Christianity, okay, Christ's resurrection to around early 1900s, did you know no one ever asked the question, do kids belong in the church service? It was never asked because there was a universal understanding of the biblical base and a universal practice that they were always there. So um, to me, this, this issue is not, hey, it's more effective discipleship 
for your kids to be in the worship service. I think that's true. It, it is more effective discipleship for them, but it's also the biblical pattern. Mm-hmm. It's also the way the early Christians did it. And God gave us that pattern in his word. So man, if you can find a church that welcomes your children in the corporate worship service, teaches from the Bible and has a little bit of the vision like we're talking about today from Visionary Church to help you live for Christ in your home, man, it sounds like you've got a faith community that you really want to dive into. Mm. And that might not be the most attractional. You know, you know, a lot of cases you want to have a kid-centered program for your child and make them excited, but the truth is what you are establishing and what your kid actually needs is stability in that sort of structure, much, much more than than cartoons, they need the real vision of Jesus. Well, I've, I've continued to use this meals and vitamins illustration by mixing metaphors in too many places, but um, you lock yourself in a room with the Bible and you find out that every Christian needs three spiritual meals. We need the meal of God's word alone, individually, time with him. We need family worship in the home and we need the corporate worship service of the church. Those are three essential meals for anybody to grow. And like you said, having a dynamic children's ministry and a dynamic youth ministry are powerful, but those are vitamins. Mm -hmm. And what we did in the United States, we've got two generations that were raised on nothing but vitamins. Mm -hmm. We didn't teach kids to spend time alone with God. We didn't give them family worship in the home. We didn't include them in the corporate worship service of the church. We gave them Sunday school, youth group, VBS, uh, fellowship of Christian athletes. All those things are wonderful, but they're all vitamins. And if a child only eats vitamins, they're going to be very, very malnourished. And that's what we're dealing with spiritually, I think, in our nation. Mm. Well, I think that's absolutely important, essential. And as we've been talking about Visionary Church, I feel like we've barely even broken into it. We've barely even broken the surface of all this the book offers, but our, our time here is really short and your time is very precious. So uh, could I ask you to close with a word of prayer uh, for our families and our churches as we seek to really... We want to pass on our faith with sincerity and truth to the next generation. And sometimes uh, it it can be challenging, especially with all of the things that are happening in the world. But uh, pray to the end that God would use our families to to see something great happening here in New England and the Northeast and across the world for the kingdom of God. Absolutely. I'd love to. And and listeners, if you want to follow up and just get some more encouragement, Our weekly podcast, Family Vision, Family Vision, is just a weekly conversation with me and my wife, about 20-minute episodes uh, each Monday, uh, would be a great way to connect together. And and of course, our website, visionaryfam.com. But uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you and and every one of our families is broken. Uh, We all struggle. We all sin. We all fall short at home. And we are in desperate need of the power of your Holy Spirit to live for Christ in our homes, to grow together spiritually in our homes, to help our children and grandchildren and nieces and nephews love you with all their hearts. Um, those of us you've called to marriage are, are also, we are in great need, God. Marriage is our most important ministry for those that have been called to it. I pray that you'd protect our marriages from the attacks of the enemy give us great spiritual unity and spiritual vision. And I ask for our churches, God, give all of our churches and our church leaders this gospel-driven, Bible-driven vision to partner with the home to advance the gospel in our communities, in our nation, uh, and to the ends of the earth. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We've been talking with Rob Reno about his book called Visionary Church, How Your Church Can Strengthen Families. 
you want to find out more information about their ministry and their many books on this subject, give us a call, 508-362-7070. And Rob, I can't thank you enough. This is a vision that we really want uh, to impress upon our listeners because of how important it is to see who really is entrusted with raising up the next generation and to invest in the homes, to invest in families. As we mentioned before, the original small group for the church, uh, what a great resource for the, the, the proclamation of the gospel right there in, in, people's, uh, in people's homes and around their, their dining room table. So thank you for being a part of the many voices for that one message. Thanks, Adam. I really enjoyed talking with you. For those of you who are still interested in what we're talking about as the importance of families in raising up the next generation to train them to uh, in the way that they should go so that even when they're old, they won't depart from it. Tomorrow, we're going to be hosting a conference right here on Cape Cod with Dr. Ted Tripp and his wife, Margie, as they talk about the importance of, of speaking the gospel to the heart of a child. And Margie has actually written a book called It's Not Too Late, speaking directly to this theme of, of speaking that gospel into the lives of even prodigals, adult children who have walked away from the faith. We'll also hear from Dr. James Manganello, who is a child psychologist, and he'll talk about mental health issues facing children. All of these resources, again, tomorrow, right here on Cape Cod, as we talk about how to train up a child. To find out more information and to register, head over to our website at songtime.com or give us a call, 508-362-7070. That's 508-362-7070. 7070. Of course, today we are continuing our series, A Proverb a Day in May, and this message from Dr. Derek Thomas gets right to this heart of the issue. As we've been talking about Mother's Day from this past weekend, we're talking about the role that mothers play in, in giving us wisdom and instruction, but also the heartbreak that many mothers face in, in dealing with the fact that they have prodigals who have walked away from the faith. The book of Proverbs teaches us the whole gamut of all these emotions and all these instructions. So now we turn to the conclusion of this powerful message from Dr. Derek Thomas. The context of this proverb is the fear of the Lord and all of this labor that mothers do, especially with their children, is for the good end of shaping and conforming the lives of her sons and daughters, and perhaps her husband too, to fear the Lord and walk before Him all of their days. Well, there's a fourth thing in this proverb, and and it is this, that this proverb promises sons and daughters great reward, great reward. Look at verse 8. Hear, my son, and forsake not your mother's teaching. Verse 9, for they are a grateful garland for your head. This, this is the teaching now and the instruction. Are a grateful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. This teaching, this instruction, this, this course in godliness that mothers give to their children, it's a beautiful thing. It makes these sons and daughters look beautiful. The context, we won't go into it this morning. It goes on to speak of the lure of gangs and so on. Uh, Look at verse 10. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. And uh, there's actually quite a 
a, a robust explanation here of, of the enticement and the allurement of gang warfare in chapter 1 of Proverbs. Very interesting. But if you heed your mother's instruction, if you heed what it is that your mother has taught you, as she's read to you the Scriptures, as she's sang those Bible songs to you, it'll be a thing of beauty. It'll be like jewelry. Well, this is the task, and there is a great reward for it. I was reminded this week, in the 2008 Beijing Olympics, in the 4 by 100 meter relay races, both the men and the women dropped the baton in both the men and women's races in 2008. So, I have an exhortation on this Mother's Day to all of you who are mothers and perhaps are finding the going a little difficult. Perhaps you're in a a darker place than normal. Perhaps you're conscious of the difficulties. Teenagers who are beginning to rebel. Or maybe you're older than that. And those teenagers have grown into adults, but they still don't know the Lord. Do not drop the baton. Keep going. Keep nurturing. Keep praying. Keep using those moments when you have an opportunity to witness to the beauty of the Lord Jesus and the beauty of the gospel and the rightness of Torah. And pray, as we all pray, that sons and daughters will not despise that teaching, for it is a beautiful thing. Many of you today will go and spend time with your families, and some have already been here earlier this morning and have already gone. And I wish you all a wonderful day in the presence of your family and especially of your mothers. And may this congregation raise up a generation of men and women who call their mothers blessed. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word and pray today. Thank you for godly mothers and for mothers perhaps less godly but whose instruction nevertheless has shaped and influenced. Thank you for their sacrifice. Thank you for their love, their tenderness, their care. Thank you for a mother's love. And for those perhaps now this morning who remember a mother who has gone, perhaps gone home to be with yourself, may these moments be moments of thanksgiving and pray that among the younger generation of men and women and boys and girls, there would arise a generation that would love and honor the calling of motherhood. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Today's proverb of the day is from Proverbs chapter 13. Oh my goodness, it's Friday the 13th. I wouldn't have even known that if it wasn't for the Proverb a Day in May series. But all, all things aside, the proverb a day for today is Proverbs 13.3. Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. He who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. Some great instruction about the wisdom of guarding our mouth. When I was a kid, I used to uh, draw in the margins these little kind of images that were thematic throughout the, the, the book of Proverbs. And and I would draw a smiley face whenever it talked about a joy or happiness. I'd draw a heart whenever it talked about the subject of the heart. 
And one of my favorites was to draw this little mouth uh, that I would draw in the margins there whenever it talked about the importance of the mouth. And there's actually quite a bit in Proverbs that talk about the instruction of our mouths. Uh, Such a great reminder and a great warning. Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. Now, that's a pretty strong statement. But he who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. Now, the Bible tells us to answer a fool and to not answer a fool, to to first take the beam out of our own eye before we can help our neighbor with the speck in their eye, but also follows up with that, don't throw your pearls before swine. Really, it takes a lot of wisdom to know when to speak and when not to speak. It also has a lot of wisdom of what to say in a timely word in those timely moments. You know, I make my living by talking, and uh, I join with a whole bunch of other people that make their living by talking, and not all of us are wise. In fact, many are fools, and this proverb is true across the board. Who, those who open wide their lips, they come to ruin. This is the, the answer that we'll all give account for. We will stand before God someday and give an account for everything we've done in this life, whether it's to advance the kingdom or whether it was to advance our kingdom in this world. But here is a great reminder. Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. Guard your words and you will guard your heart. That is some wisdom for today. I want to encourage you, if you are here and local in the area, and you can make it out to Cape Cod tomorrow to visit us on Cape Cod for this special definitions conference with Dr. Ted Tripp, his wife Margie, and Dr. James Manganello as we talk about how to train up a child in the way he should go. This conference is really a great resource addressing an issue that I think is absolutely important and pertinent to our day. If you want to find out more information, you can head over to our website at songtime.com or give us a call 508-362-7070. That's 508-362-7070. Or again, visit us at our website at songtime.com where you can register online. This conference starts tomorrow morning and it will be a great conference as we consider how to raise up the next generation. Maybe you can't come, maybe you can't join us, but you want to support us because you believe in the work that we're doing. You can write to us at Songtime Radio, P.O. Box 100, Barnstable, Massachusetts, 02630, or again, give us a call, 508-362-7070. On behalf of everyone here at Songtime and our late founder, Dr. John DeBrine, who has always encouraged you to grow in grace so that you won't groan in disgrace, we want to thank you for listening. From Cape Cod, I'm Adam Miller with our theme verse, Proverbs 22.6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it.